0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome back into today's episode, season two, episode two. I am very, very, very excited to announce today's guest host. I am joined today by my 12-year-old self's worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> this this person I've been wanting to get on the podcast since the beginning I mean, when I first started this, uh, they were one of the first people I had in mind to be one of my guest hosts. So without further ado, welcome to the show, my very own little brother, Bailey. Submit your questions to screamqueercast at gmail.com or by submitting them to the Instagram, at Scream Queer Podcasts, and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning, wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe.
1: Welcome to the Scream Queer Podcast with Ralph Anthony.
0: The following content contains topics describing graphic violence, strong sexual content, explicit language, and elements that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Growing up, brother, you... uh kind of grew up in a unique household yes do you want to explain
2: uh yeah um so obviously i am a big time support big time i guess no that's you better be well i am (laughs) of course but i'm making it sound like i'm some type of activist i'm not an activist but yes i am a big time lifetime supporter of the lgbtq plus community um obviously my brother hasn't touched much into this but our mother is gay and she's actually been with my birth mother for going on no this will be their 29th year but 28 years together Mm -hmm. and um you know growing up it was very different for other people whereas it wasn't different for me because that was my normal yeah So, you know, growing up with two moms was normal to me because that's what I always knew. And that's what I always saw coming home. And, um, you know, kids would ask or just people in general would ask like, oh, so is one mom your stepmom and your other mom, your real mom? Or like, was she previously married before you? And I'm just like, no, I just have two moms that are together and love each other. You know, that's just what I've always been known to and um i'd even get, i don't know where this started i don't know us as kids were just different but they'd be like oh so if your mom's gay are you gay and i'd be like no i don't think i'm gay <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's the biggest misconception
2: oh of course um you know of course no i'm not gay i do have a beautiful girlfriend that i've been with for going on two and a half years now soon to be three but um even shout out to brother's girlfriend (laughs) shout out to you babe love you but um you know even situations like that growing up like when I would get older and be into you know dating girls or you know just get into dating in general yeah that was always my first thing that I would let them know like even with my current girlfriend I'm like hey just so you know like I grow up in a very different type of family situation that you're probably not used to or not known of like i have two moms and you know i have a gay brother and another majority of my family is gay the whole fucking family yeah literally our whole family's (laughs) gay aside from like me and my sister
0: okay backstory guys so the whole like not yeah i think everyone aside from one uncle and my and my grandma
2: so um yeah like relationships i'd be like oh just so you know i have two moms and there's never really like any uncomfortability even with my current girlfriend she's like oh that's fine and that's what I think is cool as a society now is that like back in like growing up or even up to like middle school it was always like a weird gray area of like oh you have two moms so was that and it's like I'm not gay it's just what I grew up with where now it's like oh you have two moms cool yeah. Like it's 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 the new normal.
0: Would you would you get bullied? Did you ever get bullied back in the day, like in in elementary? Now,
2: I mean, not necessarily. I was obviously I was a, a bigger kid. Yeah, I was more of like a stop picking on that kid type. Yeah, yeah. But one I never I, got bullied about having gay parents. Yeah. One thing I always loved about you was even
0: since from like since you were so small, like you were, you just always seemed so proud oh, of, of course. your household and where you live and where you come from like you were always just like oh yeah those are my moms like just oh, yeah. so like happy like you didn't give a fuck and that's so fucking cool
2: one thing that i will say about our mom yeah mother if you do hear this i will say thank you for always being there and being able to replace what a father figure would be yeah. i never ever felt like i needed one and you know she always did the football practices oh yeah the video games with us she made everything normal and yeah. it is normal to the me. family
0: trips yeah
2: everything yeah so i never felt like i ever missed out on having a dad nor did i ever feel like i needed a dad because my mom made everything same yeah like it's not yeah. like oh we're gay we we can't do this no that's yeah. stupid to... just like everybody else yeah we're it's normal even now I feel like sure there's still some type of controversy controversy with LGBTQ plus it's always gonna be there it's always gonna be like that yeah. but I will say I love how now it's more acceptable
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah so like when when people ask because I I do. If you want to get technical, so sibling-wise, I technically have a biological brother who is not in my life. They they chose to not be a part of my dad's life. Uh, So when asked, I'm always like, yeah, I have two siblings. Uh, Their names are Bleep and Bailey. So (laughs) yeah, like even though technically we're like we don't share the same blood like you're always going to be my fucking little brother in my heart i'm not trying to get all <laughs> sappy but no like there's like i don't i've never said like oh that's my step brother or that's my my this like you're my yeah, fucking, you're my brother
2: a lot of my love for horror movies and video games yeah. and a lot of the culture i'm into now Is of course thanks to you. Because, like, oh my God, growing up, like, whenever. (laughs) So, Anthony used to live with his dad. I mean, you know... We were separate. Yeah, we lived in separate households. Not that, like, it was any type of situation. Wait,
0: which which goes hand-in-hand hand with what you were saying, because you grew up in a household with two lesbian moms, mm-hmm. and I grew up in a household with my grandparents who were traditional, mm-hmm. you know, hardcore Catholic church. Yes. My dad is straight, mm-hmm. and I'm the one who turned out gay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it... it, it growing up in in a household it doesn't like you pick up some characteristics but if you grow up in a a household with two gay parents like that doesn't that doesn't guarantee that your child is gonna be gay
2: but um no growing up um anthony would come over or my brother would come over and he'd be like oh yeah i brought this game or i brought my xbox or yeah he used to walk around with this big black duffel bag full of VHS tapes because yeah. when Anthony was over it was his TV now
0: <laughs> that's literally how it was like I would just come over and fucking take over the fucking TV but like,
2: I, it was true like everything that I love Charmed. is thanks that's to my brother like oh my god I don't I don't know how many times Anthony came over mind you this is from when I was little to like even now he'll freaking sit and binge watch every episode of Charmed I, I love it Preach how he misses Prue, always (laughs) talks about, like, anything horror. But, again, that's why I love it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we love Charmed, actually. I want to do an episode on on that soon. But, um, what's one of the most annoying horror movie cliches that you're just, like, not a fan of?
2: Okay, so, one of the cliches that bothers me the most i don't know if they still do it now but i really hate when there's a noise or they see something and they're like we should go see what it is let's go check it out yeah it's like if you see danger why the hell are you gonna go toward? or if you see something unknown why are you gonna go towards it you know yeah, yeah. and i hate fake out jump scares the most that yeah. pisses me off
0: like where it's just like their boyfriend or girlfriend and they like touch their shoulder and it's like done like it's all like, boom hey and there's like nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So we love the Scream franchise and I do have to call out Scream 2 for being guilty of that cliche. It's the, uh, the scene where Cece Cooper, played by Sarah Michelle Geller, is in the Omega Mega Data house and she's kind of freaked out because the killer just called her and said that he was going to kill her or something like that. And she looks out the door and then her friend like jumps exactly behind her. She's like, about. Hey and it's like this loud ass music and you're like really you're gonna scare of that but that scene was also kind of iconic because as she was talking to her in the background you see Ghostface sneaking all fucking like shady so good so freaking good wasn't that
2: the girl who was also an urban legend uh which one the friend
0: I don't believe so I don't know actually
2: because wasn't she the main killer in the first movie
0: of the first Urban Legend yeah no that's Rebecca Gayhart oh, okay, oh okay. okay okay Rebecca Gayhart is in Scream 2 but she's one of she's the one with the curly hair yes Uh, she's best friends with Portia de Rossi who's is crazy she's Ellen DeGeneres' wife now yeah which is that's so crazy how yeah but um I forgot where I was going with this
2: oh um, oh fake out fake, out fake out yes. fake out
0: jump scares yeah so I mean yeah I can't completely dismissed. what's yours what's one that bothers you the most have you seen the movie smile yes well do you remember the spoiler alert do you remember <laughs> the ending yeah where she's in the cabin and she like fights that big monster or whatever the fuck it was and she like catches him on fire and she supposedly wins but then it like cuts back and she's standing in front of the house and like none of that ever happened and you're just like like what the fuck that to me that feels like it just like wasted my time
2: well what bothered me too is like okay i'm not gonna get too into the movie but like they give us this whole story like background thing and then this whole event happens yada 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 yeah it even transitions to a whole different type of scene just to bring us right back and like none of that was real like
0: yeah exactly exactly (sighs) and the fucking girl doesn't dying (laughs) rest in peace like that's it But uh, I, I want to get back to Scream. So Scream 6 is set to release on March 10th of this year. I'm so fucking excited. And there's a lot, like, all the, like, the the photos that are coming out. There was a recent photo of Ghostface. He's It looks like he's in front of, like, a cathedral or just, like, a big building outside. And there's been talk that that's allegedly from the opening scene. So... I mean, if we're going to get an opening scene that takes place outside versus in, in like, a house, I'm totally open to that. Uh, Also, some other details came out. The the runtime is an hour and 58 minutes. Fuck yes. That's very... That that goes hand-in-hand with the first one. I think they're all pretty long. I think the longest one is Scream 2. That one's, like, at a little bit over two hours. But, uh, oh my gosh, so... Courtney Cox is coming back, obviously, but they're making her an executive producer. And I'm just kind of like looking forward to see like what she can contribute.
2: I wanted to touch on that too, because like, I'm not going to say I'm theorizing, but at the same time, like, do you think that's like kind of her way of saying like, she's tired of being in the in the movie and rather be behind the scenes of it? Well,
0: she had said that she wants to be killed off. Eventually, So maybe this is their way of still keeping her with the franchise, but not, I don't know. I don't want her to die in this one. I
2: mean, honestly, if they are going to kill her off, make it a good kill. Like, I mean, spoiler alert from the last one, how they did my boy Dewey. I just, there wasn't much of a chase. Yeah, it was pretty suspenseful, but like, I don't know. I just feel like they could have done Dewey better. And if you are going to kill off the Gale Weathers, like, make it dramatic. Like, yeah. do it, like, while she's reporting or, you know, make it like, she's always been a news anchor in the previous one. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, do something viral. Like, yeah. make it like a viral kill or something.
0: Yeah, like something, like, filmed or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Scream 4. Like, her little, her little encounter at the That was cool. Yeah. I thought she was going to die in that one when I first seen it. Yeah. I was hella stressed out. <laughs> But um but yeah, so she's back and she's gonna also be executive producing it. Uh one thing I hope never makes the return are those fucking bangs from Scream 3. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> those, those are bangs all horror were... movie in themselves. <laughs> oh my god. That will fucking kill the movie. But it's also supposed to be a hundred times gorier than any Scream film before. And uh, Hayden Panettiere, who plays Kirby from Scream Four, she's oh, back. God, yes. But, but she, uh, allegedly she's gonna have a limited screen time. So, so I mean,
2: my thoughts on that is if Neve Campbell, the Queen, if she's not gonna come back again, it's just speculation or theorizing. Maybe yeah. like she'll just be like. Yeah, I've survived a ghost face attack before. I know how this goes, and maybe yeah. she'll like give the new character some type of like speech of what to do and what not to do. I don't know if it'll be like so much a camera or easter because she's obviously back, right? Yeah. So I feel like maybe she'll. I don't know. Apparently,
0: she's an FBI agent because one of the first photos, if people have been studying it, they noticed like the, people were like looking. Yeah, of course. And they like noticed like a badge. Mm-hmm like underneath her oh, shirt or something so she's or something dewey? that looked like a badge it could have been from her belt buckle or something but people yeah. are like speculating that she might be like a fbi agent or well something. i mean
2: they killed off dewey and they killed off uh oh crap what was her name from the last movie that was, like, his deputy.
0: Oh, my God. Deputy Judy. So they killed no, off yeah, Judy. No, she was Sheriff Judy. Or Sheriff, I'm in, sorry, yes. In 5, yeah.
2: So they killed off Judy and Dewey. And I don't know if they'll bring back the cop from the third movie. So maybe they need a new cop.
0: Did you Did you catch that Sydney's Sid, that husband?
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that part.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if Sydney's not in it, then they shouldn't put him in it. So I don't think he's, he'll be back. But I know there's a... They just cast... Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name right now, but I'm pretty sure they cast this new guy. I have to find his name. To be like his
2: son, I'm assuming. Who? To be like his son. No, just to be like a like a new cop that's like gonna be thrown in there, but. uh... But either way, in general, I'm just glad she's back. Like she was one of my favorite characters from the fourth one, because like in the fourth movie, she kind of like when i first watched it, i was like oh, okay she's probably just gonna be like the bitchy side character friend yeah. but then she ended up being like a fan favorite that yeah, was like really she was funny cool.
0: she was funny and she knew her shit
2: so I, i'm just actually really curious as to how they bring her back like yeah like why is she
0: in new york why are they all in new york
2: from what i read and this is actually rare because whenever there's a movie i'm excited for or expecting i usually don't read into it yeah but supposedly again supposedly it's just that the four of them are trying to go to New York for a fresh new start, and then they start encountering Ghostface. So, that's just from what I read. Though. No,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I'm just curious as to see how Kirby plays into all that. Like, it just so happens that this, like Kirby's in the same. It's a movie, I know, but gonna I'm so excited for it. Regardless, <laughs> do you think they're gonna do a Spider-Man? uh What's the last one called? No Way Home. Is it No Way Home? Yeah. No Way Home, like fake, not fake out, but like so, like surprise like neve you know Campbell you know how they go? how they kept toby mcguire and andrew garfield like a complete secret mm-hmm. do you think they're gonna do another thing i don't think so is it never neve, or neve? Are... i feel
2: like i'm saying her name wrong a what is it neve or neve i feel like i'm saying it wrong
0: i don't know because <laughs> the guy from catfish spells or pronounces his name as neve and it's spelled the exact same way so okay. i don't know i mean
2: but to anyways, tomato either or um I mean, again, if they do, that's perfectly fine with me. I mean, again, I would just love to see her back.
0: I know. It's not Scream without her. She's been in every single one.
2: However, a girl knows her worth, and if they're gonna lowball her, I mean, let, let's put it this way, right? Jamie Lee Curtis came back for Halloween three times now. Yes. So, if this girl is willing to be in every movie without having a stupid spin-off or having, you know, some type of like twist to it then yeah. give her what she's worth she's been doing this for the 90s she right is screaming like, she, she is screaming yeah she's literally screaming like you can't have ghost face without the voice and then the the queen you yeah. know the I survivor mean, girl
0: Campbell, period. and
2: don't get me wrong i am all for having a new cast of survivors and this and that this and that but i mean again these are your characters that you grew up with yeah that's why like i said what they did with dewey was like doing better doing justice yeah like you know
0: i i i get the whole like it's time to like pass the torch and and move on but i don't know like like I feel like her her story is done but because they like brought her back for the fifth one like they can't just like not yeah. have her in and she said that they like she is highly against them killing her off because oh really I didn't know that yes she said because it would kind of be like a slap in the face to her and to the fans because of everything that she's been through and everything. Yeah. like she what the fuck did she say she said like it it Sydney like embodies like strength and everything that you know all, all the oh of course all the how many times trauma. have you seen
2: scream where she's like running in some shoes and just out comes with a damn high kick to Ghostface. face
0: oh I know <laughs> she went from like running away all scared to fucking fighting yeah. fucking every ghost face so do you have a tiktok
2: I do but I don't post on it at all why not I just... I don't know. I get like... Okay, so funny thing is I get stage fright more through social media than I do like actually performing in front of a crowd type situation, you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, like so performing, I can... Performing?
0: What? Why don't... I don't think we shared what your hobby slash passion is and like what what exactly is that? Share with us.
2: So I actually am a DJ I've been DJing since... I'm acting
0: all surprised like I didn't know. (laughs) Uh,
2: I've been DJing since I was 13. Sick. And then aside from that, I've tapped into a little bit of music production for like a year now.
0: Nice. And
2: then aside from that, um, as some of your followers on social media will see, I actually do like to make stuff of my own, like your diorama
0: yes yes everyone this guy is the one responsible behind Guilty. my action figure which i'm still thankful that you gave me wwe on <laughs> okay i well, wish
2: they really were that big so in the picture unless you use some type of photo app your no, arms look, I, your arms look swole they look big they look cute yeah so yeah so i was like okay well So under the Ghostface figure, not trying to go too off-topic, his arms Yeah. Go go ahead,
0: explain how... They were
2: all black. So I was like, okay, well, my brother's arms aren't all black, so let me just pop these off and then switch out the arms with WWE arms. Yeah. And it was more just like the skin tone of them. That was why I chose that base. Yeah and then the fact that it would fit on the figure but uh oh the yeah. ones that came with the actual thing they were black yeah so the actual ghost face figure if you take off the cloak his arms are all black oh and so i was like no my brother doesn't have anything on. <laughs> like 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 freaking matte black arms. yeah exactly <laughs> no. but um yeah so i like to make stuff of my own because like sometimes i don't know dude like when i'm djing or when i'm making music of my own like it like it's not so much overwhelming. I mean, it can be. Yeah. Because, like, you're trying to make something from scratch over and over and over. And it's just like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. Let me step away. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still want to keep myself busy. So, speaking of TikTok,
0: I was watching this video the other day. And this fucking weather is crazy. California. You guys, California is... Uh, we're drowning over here. We're oh, yeah. drowning. And I was watching a TikTok. And it was about... The end of the world. And the girl was basically saying, What do you think will happen to women when the world ends? And a lot of the viewpoints from the women on that particular post were really depressing, but at the same time they were really relevant. And I mean, they were speaking fact because oh like most of the women, they said that they would opt to just end it all, like end their end their fucking lives, and because the way that they're they're treated on a day to day basis, like just these pretty much like sex bags or just things like you know just these these things for men to not Please. all men, for men to what is the right word.
2: <laughs> Use. I mean let's be real They're just Okay I'm not saying let's be real Like that's what Their sole intention is But at the same time Like who's stopping a weirdo
0: Yeah like That is so crazy Like just Hypothetically thinking that the, These women are like If the world ends I'm gonna go fucking Jump off of a mountain Because I don't wanna deal with What's gonna happen And And uh, they, they brought up a good point from a film called 28 Days Later, where one of the characters on there, uh, they were talking about, like, trading women or something like that. Like, le- let me find the exact quote. It's, uh, what do nine men do except wait to die themselves? I moved us from the blockade. I set the radio broadcasting and I promised them women because women mean a future. Yeah. Meaning that if they sell them like that, means that they'll be so
2: there'll be a reproduction system.
0: Yeah, so yeah. women will probably like probably be sold for like food and like goods and just like I mean, there's already women and children getting sex trafficked yeah. and but can you imagine if we're like in a apocalyptic setting? Like,
2: well, it's true, like. My girlfriend, not trying to expose her, like, she's even asked me stuff. Like, it's like, oh, if the world's ending or if there's a zombie apocalypse, like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I try and survive, but she's like, no, I'm just, I'm just killing myself. I'm like, oh, really? She's like, well, yeah, I mean, to, to what point do you keep trying to survive for? And then, like, how you said, where it's like, I'm pretty sure as a female, too, like, that's even more stress, because it's like, I mean, hell, look at The Last of Us in the first game. Yeah. Like. Ellie's this badass main character who does all this crazy shit, survives. And then you get to this one part of the game, not trying to get too graphic about it, but like she gets attacked by a weirdo and he, you know, tries to do what it seems like he's oh, trying to yeah.
0: do. That and part was hard in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: but that was yeah, so like he mounts her and it seems like he's about to do something, you know, fucking weird. Yeah. And then that's when I think Joel saves her, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to save her as Joel.
2: So yeah, it's like put yourself in a female's perspective and it's like you're just working your normal nine to five and then all of a sudden this alarm or this warning pops up and then you have that weird sketchy co-worker and he's giving you that like oh this is my time or this is my yeah there's a lot of creepers it's, out it's, there it's, it's and sad. i mean
0: it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be just women i'm pretty sure like people from the lgbtq plus communities are gonna are gonna be targeted oh, as well like all, all like the trans and like it's just it, it it really makes you you think and that's why i wanted to talk about this topic because i watched it and i was like wait this girl brings up a really good point like if we are like if it is the end of times and then with all this fucking weather we were having it making everyone think like oh shit yeah. like like Mother Nature is pissed off, you guys. Like, this oh, yeah. is what you call global fucking warming. It is real. <laughs> it is a thing, but I'm not going to get political. But no, like, it, it makes you think, like, what the fuck is, like, our world going to look like in 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Like, it's crazy. I will
2: say, not trying to get too deep into this topic.
0: No, get deep.
2: <laughs> the world doesn't need us. And that's no. the thing. Like... Everything that we do... Okay, let me put it like this. Do you ever drive on the freeway right after it's just rained? Yeah. Are, are you able to see the mountains? Yes, it's Now beautiful. drive through the freeway when it's summer. All that... Disgusting. That, yeah, that's all because of us. So think about 150 years or maybe further. No, let's say 500. Yeah. And either some type of situations happen where there's no more electronics, no more gas or fuel or any of that type of stuff going yeah. on. I feel like the world will just be able to um, be a better version of itself organically, as in like more green, more water, like-
0: Without us here. Without
2: us here. The world doesn't need us, unfortunately.
0: We fucked it up.
2: Yeah, of course we did. We, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's actually a- sidetracking, but I always think, like, you know how people are like, oh my God, what if, like, aliens attack us or this? I'm like, no, they don't need to. We're doing it to we're ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves.
0: <laughs> we're all killing each other. They're like, we're killing Earth. ourselves.
2: Nah, we don't need to go. To I know.
0: They're, they're watching us <laughs> fucking laughing. They're fucking laughing at us. No,
2: but yeah, like, realistically, the world would be better without us. Like... That's it's, so
0: dark, but that's so true. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't want
2: to get deep on this, but of course. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's just... But yeah.
0: Growing up, I remember there was some paranormal shit that would go go down uh, from my memory.
2: But do you have any like paranormal stories that, that you would want to share? I was about maybe 13, 14 years old. And um, the reason being was that um, our moms obviously had work and their job wouldn't really let them take holidays off. So I went to go spend it with my grandma and my cousins and my um, uncles. And, you know, it was cool. It was, you know, just any other regular Thanksgiving. However, at the time, my uncle um, had moved in with my grandma and grandpa. And what it was is I was getting ready for bed. My grandma was going to sleep. So was my grandpa. And my uncle had the room um, first in the hallway, and then I was in the room that was near the end of the hallway, and my grandma's room was right across from me. So, um, me being a teenager, I just stayed up on my phone, watching videos, going on Facebook, cause that was the thing to do back then. And I just remember hearing a lot of movement outside of the door. And mind you, this was, like, already 10 o'clock at night. So I'm like, oh, okay, my uncle's probably going out because, you know, he's he'll, he'll just go out and go to the bar or whatever. And this movement was going on for a good hour to, like, almost an hour and a half till finally I was like, okay, it's, like, 1130. Let me open the door and see what he's doing. Open the door. No one's out there. Hallway's completely dark. My grandma and grandpa are, like, asleep. And, um... No movement from him Like or his room or anything So I'm just like I swear I was hearing all this walking and whatnot. So I closed the door Was it windy? No So one thing about my grandma's house is that um, It was cold but it wasn't like because it was windy She just didn't really have AC It was an older home So So she didn't really have AC So I closed the door And sure enough As I closed the door The light turns on in the room She used to have this lamp that was like a desk lamp Mm -hmm. And you'd have to turn on the switch by pulling it Mm -hmm. And of course my horror movie Paranoia kicked in And I immediately unplugged it And just put the lamp in the closet Oh shit! So that spooked me enough To where I felt like I was ready to go to sleep So I Somehow way, I I fell asleep And then I woke up At 2 in the morning Not 3 but 2 in the morning And for those of you who don't know 3 o'clock is usually like The devil's hour but it was two o'clock and i heard dragging in the hallway it was like if someone had a big ass duffel bag and was dragging it down the hallway so i just stayed with the covers on and i was like it'll go away it'll go away grandma always said have a strong spirit yada 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 and it just kept getting louder so finally i don't know what possessed me to do this (laughs) possessed but um no I, i don't know what made me get up I opened the door again. I was like, dude, it's late at night and nothing again. Oh my God. So close the door. I lock it this time and I grabbed my grandma's uh, chair that she had in that room because it used to be her sewing room Uh and I wedged it against the door. Hell yeah. went to sleep and after that, it was nothing after, but, um, the next day mom came to pick me up and she's like, you ready to go home? I was like, yep. Get me the fuck out of here. And what it was is as soon as we got into the truck, my mom was like, you saw something, didn't you? And I was like, I didn't see it. But I will say that ever since he's moved in, that is the first and only time that I've had an uncomfortable experience in this house. And she's like, well, you do know that when he was younger, he played with the Ouija board, right? Mm. So I don't know what it is, but he got really hooked on playing with the Ouija board when he was young. And it got so bad to the point where my grandma had to actually burn it. Oh, shit. And kid you not, on everything I believe in, she said it started screaming. What? Yeah. So my uncles used to play with a Ouija board, but that uncle got really into playing with it by himself. And so. Yeah. He just loved to play the Ouija board by himself. Oh, shit. And um, my grandma, I think, caught him or something like that happened where she ended up burning it
0: and she allegedly heard screaming
2: and she heard screaming from it but ever since that he's always had some weird stuff happen like, to him. Follow him so that was the one and only time i've ever experienced that yeah other than that afterwards i've still spent the night at my grandma's house um and nothing ever happened but yeah it was just when he was there just when he was there wow
0: so, a little segment that I introduced in the last episode was 911 calls. I have been seeing a lot of them since I started like hashtagging like true crime and all that on TikTok. And some of these are pretty fucking wild. Have you heard of Travis the Chimp?
2: Uh, no, I can't say I have. He was on like
0: commercials. I believe he was even on the the Maury show, You Are the Father. Uh, so. Really? Yeah, so he was living the fucking life. Like, he had it all. He was living with his his owner in Stamford, Connecticut. Okay. However, things took a turn for the worse. And we'll get into that after the 911 call. All right,
2: let's hear it. Stamford
0: 911,
3: where's
1: your emergency? Oh, this is Katie one What's Send the problem? Send the police! Send the police! What's hey, the problem there? The, the, the chips kill my my friend!
3: What's the problem with your friend? Oh, please! What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Send the
1: police With a gun! With a gun! Hurry you're, you're up! Off the gun. Please, hurry up! He's killing my girlfriend!
3: What is the problem?
1: He's killing my friend. Who's killing your friend? My, chim- my chimpanzee.
3: Oh, your chimpanzee please. is killing your friend.
1: What? She, she, she can't, she can't he ripped come her part. Hurry up. With a gun. Hurry up, please.
3: The There's someone on the way. guns,
1: please, just shoot him! What, what the the is the
3: monkey doing? Tell me, the me what the monkey's...
1: He, he ripped her face off. He ripped her face off? He, he tried, he tried, he tried can't to attack me. Please, please, Okay, hurry. I
3: need you to calm down a little bit. They're on the way. Can you push yourself away? I don't want the monkey attacking you
1: please hurry up
3: listen to me uh they're on the way but ma'am
1: they gotta shoot him please please hurry hurry
3: are you there with your friend i need you to help your friend can you go help your friend i
1: can't he tried to attack me now
3: Is he still there with your friend yes okay so then back off then don't get any closer please. okay they're already on the way
1: please
3: if the monkey moves away from your friend let me know okay so we could try I to can't. help your friend
1: no no i can't she's dead She's dead.
3: Why? Why are you saying that she's dead? She's dead.
1: He ripped
3: her apart. He ripped what apart? Her face?
1: I, everything.
3: Oh, he ripped I her apart.
1: Listen, I think I'm gonna faint. I think I'm gonna. No, nope,
3: nope. just breathe, okay? let to stay with you on the phone
1: until they get there. Listen, to me, please, hurry, please, please, hurry. Oh my God! They got to have their guns out. They they got to have their guns out. Listen to me. Oh my God.
3: Is this your monkey, or whose monkey is it? It's your monkey. It's
1: mine.
3: Do you know how big he is? How many pounds? 200 pounds. 400? Uh,
1: 200.
3: 200 pounds? Listen
1: to me, please. Where are they? Where are
3: they? And he's a chimp, correct?
1: Yes. Where are
3: they? They're going your way. They're going as fast as they can your way, okay?
1: Please. Please go faster. Please. Please, Derek. Please. 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 (laughs) Please. Please. Is the
3: monkey still by your friend, or can you get close he, to your friend? He,
1: he in her, he's he, eating he her. Please, God, eating oh, her. please.
3: Okay, I need you to calm down for me. I know it's hard, okay? I know it's hard. But they're going as fast as they can your way, okay? Oh,
1: my God, please, oh, please. please. They please. Tell them they got to shoot him because I tried stabbing him and he's not, and it made him worse.
3: Okay, sir.
1: Have them shoot
3: him. They will. Sandra, I please. already have the fire department please. close by, okay? Please. So as soon as the police gets there, the fire department no, going to move in, okay? The fire listen. department can't move in yet, but as soon as the police officers listen. show up...
1: Please tell them. Shoot him because he's going to try to attack me now.
3: Just breathe, Sandra.
1: Shoot him! Shoot him! Sandra,
3: stay in your car. Shoot him! Sandra, I need you to stay in your car.
1: Shoot him, please i tried stabbing him and and he's hurt now too so so he's gonna attack anybody i can't get out of this car
3: lock your doors on your car and stay it, there with me
1: It don't matter it don't matter it don't matter he will rip the doors right Sandra, just
3: do what i'm please. telling you to stay in the car please the police officers will me. handle it
1: please tell him to shoot him please, please. Tell him to kill him, please. They
3: did, Sandra. They're shooting at him already, okay?
1: But he's not dead.
3: I know. They will continue until he's dead, okay? I just need you to stay on the phone with me and breathe.
1: He's He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Okay, so what you just heard was... The 911 call of Travis the Chimp attacking his owner's friend. He had allegedly scalped her. He blinded her. Oh my god. And he took off several body parts and lacerated her face. He was shot and killed by a responding police officer.
2: And you heard the call. Like, what What were your thoughts about? First of all, like, the fact that you could hear him, like, you know, screaming and yelling in the background, and then her trying to say, it's a chimpanzee, it's my chimpanzee, and the yeah. dude, like, what's going on? Like, dude, she's telling you what's going on. And then, yeah. like, I don't know. That's crazy. Like, I,
0: I, <laughs> I feel like some of these dispatchers should go through some, like, new like like retraining or something because some of them just sound like they don't give a fuck and I mean their job is to like yeah talk to them but at the same time they should be trying to help keep her calm versus asking the same question over and over like what's happening what's happening like motherfucker she's telling you what's (laughs) happening she's he's killing her he's ripping her face off like I don't know how many, like, more times he had to ask, like, what's the problem? What's the problem? I mean, it's
2: one thing to, like, obviously keep the person calm and collected, but at the same time, don't make it sound like... I'm affecting your day or I'm yeah. killing your vibe by telling you I'm dying by a chimpanzee. Yeah,
0: yeah. So as I, as I mentioned before I played the actual call, uh, this monkey was kind of like a celebrity. And he was, he was a local celebrity in Stamford, Connecticut, uh, where he would be seen eating at a local restaurant and in his owner's car, like out the window, like just... Crazy shit like that. Like, and have you seen Jordan Pills Nope? I have not. You have not? Okay. So, Nope is about a group of people facing off a monster, which is a UFO in the sky. I'm not going to give it away because you haven't seen it yet. Mm. But the UFO is actually a direct representation of the idea of spectacle itself. Jordan Peele has said in interviews that this movie is about spectacle, Hollywood, fame, and celebrity. And what this means is why as a society are we so... Obsessed with making things a spectacle, like like this monkey. Like, why did we think it was okay for this for this woman to home this monkey? Why did we think it was okay for it to be like in all of these commercials and all of these like shows? And there's a scene in the movie. It doesn't give too much away, uh, where. Uh, I for this, it, it's like an amusement park, and they bring all these people to come sit in this stadium to look at this UFO. In other words, they make it an attraction. Exactly, and the UFO ends up fucking sucking up all these people and eating them. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. so and in the very beginning of that of that movie, there's a scene with the monkey, and the monkey it was on set and it killed everyone.
2: Oh wow! Yeah,
0: except the little boy, and then right like him and the little boy make eye contact, uh-huh. and right as it's about to like touch the little boy, I think he was gonna like touch his finger or his hand or something. He gets shot. Oh wow! But it's just stuff like that. Like, why do we feel the need to make everything like a like a show or an attraction? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Um, I feel like society in general is just nosy yeah like okay to add on to that there's a show on Netflix I don't know if you've ever seen it called Sex, Love, and Robots
0: no I've 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 heard of it but I haven't seen it yet
2: so basically there's it's long story short it's just a show with like 5 to 10 minute long shorts from different animators and creators who you know just show what they can can create Mm -hmm. because it's all animated but each story is different and in one of the stories, um, a giant washes up on a on a beach shore, and instead of everyone reacting to it, you know, scarcely, they make it an attraction. Uh-huh. So, I feel like, I don't know, it's just, we're too curious, and we're also too, like, in the know of everything that's literally irrelevant.
0: Yeah, and we want to make cash grabs on exactly. things. Like, we want to make everything about money.
2: Yeah, of course. Like a famous monkey. Yeah, and then but look what happens. Like you're trying to home an animal of nature who, you know, you're trying to put it into some type of routine that it's out of its norm. A
0: um, uh, chimpanzee is not meant to be a household pet or exactly. it's not meant to be Conditioned to do things that everyday humans do, like it's just it's not gonna happen because there's there's always some kind of negative consequence or negative outcome from these situations. And right? I feel
2: like that also plays into human beings trying to be the control of everything. Exactly, like how you said in the... in the
0: episode right now, you just you cracked the code. <laughs>
2: well, I mean it's true, like how you said in Nope how this ufo is just chilling at i'm guessing some like
0: it hides behind a cloud and watches people
2: yeah so like it's in some i'm assuming remote town or whatever yeah. and instead of like i mean again i never seen the movie but i'm just you assuming see it. instead of them trying to do something about it it's like oh you know what let's draw more people to let's this make money and make money off mm-hmm. it and sure enough, I'm sure they get greedy and they don't do anything, blah blah blah, blah and then they start eating people, like you said. Yeah. So it's just like you're trying to take something out of its natural habitat or whatever it is, and instead of letting it live or letting it do what it needs to do. I mean, of course, if a UFO comes and I'm freaked the hell out, you know, I'm not gonna. Make I mean, a I'm cash gonna record trap. it
0: <laughs> if I see it because that's content. But
2: um, oh my anyways, god,
0: I'm part of the problem.
2: That's what I'm saying. Not saying you are a problem, but I mean, that's I that's a lot of people like. Hell, you see a fight go down, and instead of calling for help, they pull their phones out and record it. Oh my
0: god, (laughs) Sharkeisha. Yeah,
2: everything. Even at my job, man. Like I'm not saying what I'm going to do publicly, but if something happens where I work... And, of course, I work where a lot of people are. Yeah. They're quick to record. And a lot of shit happens where you work. They're quick to come up and see what happened. Just recently, someone had a seizure, and there was a crowd of people just to see what happened. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's like... You know, you want to give these people their space And then of course we have paramedics coming And we have all these people coming to come help them And yeah. you know, they don't care They're just wanting to see what happens Same thing with the car accident Yeah, I was just going to say, same thing with car accidents That's why there's
0: always so much traffic when it first happens
2: Because exactly. it's not blocking
0: yeah. It's usually, not usually, well Sometimes when it's on the on the, the, the side And there's like a freaking butt ton of traffic yeah. And you drive in the area And there's nothing blocking the road It's just people rubbernecking Yeah, That's all it is But, uh, oh, my God, did I ever tell you that on my first watch of Scream 5, someone had a seizure in the movie theater? Really? And they didn't fucking stop the movie.
2: Are you serious?
0: Yes. I was so pissed. The fucking paramedics came in and everything. And guess what scene it happened during? (laughs) What scene? Dewey's death. I was fucking (laughs) pissed. Wow. That's why I went to see it a second time. And that second time, there was someone behind me clap coughing like nasty wet cough so i couldn't enjoy it. i wasn't paying attention because i was too busy trying to like dodge her droplets or whatever the fuck she was coughing yeah and then so i seen it a third time by myself and this couple walks in with a fucking baby oh my god but Bless this baby because the baby was quiet the whole time. So I finally got to like watch it in, in peace. But that's just like a little side story because you said seizures, So I was like, oh my God, someone had a seizure. No, that's of course. You fired.
2: know what you should try? Um, where we live, obviously I'm not going to say where, but we actually have a nearby uh, drive-in. Have you ever tried going to the drive-in?
0: Yeah, I saw Monster Hunter there and it was awful.
2: Okay, first of all, I don't know why you went to see Monster Hunter. That's... I
0: like that movie, but no, like not the experience <clears throat> was awful because this fucking car next to us kept their lights on and I was like can you turn your lights and then they turned them off but then you still couldn't see anything because it wasn't projecting bright enough yeah and I could see that whole movie when you just I had bad it. experiences with movie theaters huh no they just hate me <laughs> it just hates me everybody hates me <laughs> all right so before we wrap up you know I cannot let you get off easy Uh-oh. without answering some questions are you ready for that let's do it how can I confront or deal with some family members gently about their behaviors I was around a lot of family this past holiday and some of the things that were said to me were a little harsh and rude love the podcast thank you first and foremost do you wanna chime in first
2: um honestly just be fucking real like, call them out. Yeah. Just be like, okay, so what makes you so better than me? Or, you know, I mean, if it's judgment or, you know, or just them being snobby, just call them out on it and be like, okay, so what do you think I should do better? But obviously don't change who you are. Yeah. But I don't know. Especially on the holidays, that's kind of fucked up. But. Yeah. I don't a know. Little... What do you think? Uh...
0: I think that we live in a time where if you know how these people are, you don't even have to be around them. Yeah. Like why would you even want to like put yourself like put like waste your energy, like put your your energy and put it through all that just negativity like if these people are if you don't gain anything positive from these people, then why waste your time being around them? Like just maybe next year, skip, skip out on Christmas. Like that's, that's what that goes. That's why people now, I feel like people nowadays are around their chosen families, like friends or like maybe certain people I just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question <laughs> without getting... No, without it's true, though. Anybody. Like,
2: you know, surround yourself by who you want to be around. Like, just because they're family doesn't mean you have to be around them. Yeah. Or you gotta, like, show fake love. Yeah. Like...
0: Toxic is toxic, and it that can be blood or, blood or not. And, I mean, I, I get it. Like, we... We have those family members who are, you know, like I have cousins who are like, oh, I'm real, I'm this, I'm that. And like, to me, there's a difference between being real and there's a difference between being rude. Like you can be real. Being real is just being a good person and treating people with respect and not. I don't know. I don't want to get into much because I don't
2: know. No, you're good. To answer your question, just surround yourself with who you want to be around and who will keep your energy bright and good. And thriving. And thriving. Period. Period. Next question. What makes you
0: truly happy, not a person or a place? Uh... For me, I think what makes you truly happy is doing something in life that you love, doing things that you love to do, uh, surrounding yourself with nothing but good energy. And it just comes down to doing like what you want to do and doing something that you fucking love. I feel like I don't, I mean, just, just enjoying your life. Cause I mean, we have one life, everyone, like if you're going to waste it on stupid shit and like just things that don't bring you joy then what are you doing with your life so start doing shit that you want to do and that you fucking love i feel like that's how you can find happiness exactly
2: you just pretty much took towards our mouth like exactly like passion like whatever makes you happy whether it's doing a hobby or doing something that just doesn't kill your vibe doesn't bring you down anything really just like makes you want to keep going yeah yeah Alright, so
0: I'm seeing some spicy questions on this list of mine, and oh, are you ready to answer some? <laughs> let's go.
2: I'm ready. Uh, Which, side note, by the way, like, yes, me and my brother are close, and yes, like, I'm a young adult. We're both adults, but we don't usually get this risky in conversation. I know, it's kind of,
0: it's kind of, it's kind of. But weird, you know what?
2: We're here. We're doing and we're it for raw, you guys. So let's we're go. giving you guys the
0: content <laughs> that you want. So. Let's go. What type of toys do you recommend for couples that haven't used anything and are a little old school? Okay.
2: Um, so, uh, <laughs> do you want to start at, from a gay perspective, or do you want me to do like a straight perspective?
0: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll start uh, just from experience. From I'm not saying from. Well, from mine too, but like from some of my friends, I, I, I feel like if you're a, a woman, I I know you can't go wrong with a vibrator. Uh, I've heard some of my friends say that they have some of the best orgasms with the vibrator. Uh, as for like a, ma- a, a male or anyone with a penis, uh, I would say maybe like a... If you're straight, a uh, pocket vagina <laughs> or uh, a pocket booty hole, um, those are always pretty nice. And yeah,
2: yeah, this <laughs> is so weird. Um, no, yeah, adding to that, um, if you, <laughs> no, yeah, um, adding to that, like you know, if you're if you're getting a little stale in the bedroom um i don't know i honestly you won't know until you actually go to the to the shops or go to the store and see what you guys are going to spark your interest with whether it's a vibrator or whether it's a cock ring or whether you guys want to spice things up and like hell, try handcuffs or anything really. Or you know even if it's not toys, Well, if you just want to dress up or try something new, whatever it is that can spark your interest, then go for it. Last
0: question, what do you do if your sex drive is higher than your partner's? Like I don't want to bug them to have sex with me. That doesn't feel good, especially if they don't want to. But I want to have a lot more than he does. Ooh. We'll have you start with this one
2: So All I can really say Without sounding rude Is Either Talk to your partner And see if They wanna Try Having sex more often Or If that's not the case Then I guess Really just If you have to Self-release More often Or just Masturbate more I don't know I mean hell We've been relying on our hands Longer than our relationship So if you gotta do your own thing then that's all i could really say i mean i don't know because like yeah like you can't force your partner into having more sex if they're not if they don't want to yeah i I, I would just say
0: just be more vocal about it without sounding naggy if if that makes sense like you don't want to make them feel bad about not wanting to have sex but at the same time you also don't want to make yourself feel bad for not getting your for not having your needs met so my best advice is to buy a male sex doll or female (laughs) sex doll or whatever sex doll Okay, bye. Okay, and on that note, we have come to the end of our journey on this episode, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you so freaking much for being probably my biggest supporter, my biggest fan. I love when you call me. I love when you text me uh, about a certain episode. I just appreciate you so much for just being so open to this podcast and just just loving it so i definitely have to get you back on oh of course soon but yeah i just want to say thank you for taking the
2: the time to come over here and chat with me anytime you know i've been supporting this podcast since it first released even when you were teasing it yeah and even when you told me about it before anybody else fucking knew, hell yeah, <laughs> he told me, paid on it. No, but seriously, like, uh, yeah, it's honestly become a part of my routine now because, you know, my days off are during the week. So yeah. I like to drive around, listen to you talk, <sighs> oh give some God. insight. Yeah, I'm always here for it. Well, thank you so much. I love you
0: so much. And on that note... See you later. We'll talk to you guys <laughs> on the next episode. Well, he won't, but I will. Bye.
2: Adios.
0: Does true crime make you cringe with satisfaction? Does having a space to openly discuss sex entice you? What about horror films and paranormal encounters? Maybe a little laugh to start your day? Listen in every Tuesday where I, Ralph Anthony, share my thoughts and input on all things true crime, sex, horror, LGBTQ plus topics, and paranormal. Now with more horror and sex. With listener submitted questions, 911 calls, and the very spicy listener submitted hookup horror stories. Scream Queer Podcast. Available on most podcasting platforms. Scream Queer Podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. Listener discretion is advised.